0: I am a person of self-reflection. And that's big to me in my in my relationship, in my marriage, you know, raising my kids with business, all that type of stuff. You have to sometimes take a step back, evaluate yourself, evaluate the situation. And I think in doing that, there's there's been times like, okay, I over-disciplined a child. I have to step back and realize, oh, okay, all right that wasn't the best way to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: And then that gets better with three kids. I mean, it just gets better over time.
1: Welcome back into the DC 360 podcast, and today I have a special guest, Dr. K Washington, and I've known this dude for a little bit now. We went to a course together, so I know he is invested in his learning and his education. Um, I'm actually going to let him tell you what Dr. K means so, you, so that I'm not like flossing or nothing like that. I'll let him do that himself. Um, but I did want to say Success Leaves Clues is his podcast. And there's something about looking at those clues that when we notice them, we really get an opportunity to see them. And it helps us to grow. Dr. K, thanks for being here.
0: Hey, appreciate it, Danny. Like you said, we've known each other what? About a year. And um you you've been amazing since the day I met you. You know what I mean? Like uh I mean, you've got, you have got you've got an attraction, you've got that spirit that that warms people up, man, and and I was drawn to you from from the moment I uh, shook hands with you, brother.
1: Hey man, I remember that Bowling Alley, man. I didn't know yeah. nobody. I wasn't, a, I'm not like a part of the group like you were a part of the group. So I was like, oh, I don't know anybody. But what I did know is that I was in the company of other creators, the company of other educators, the company of other parents and people who are out in the world and they're trying to do their best, doing their best. Yeah, And I'm so thankful to have you here a year later, a year removed, because I found out that not only do you have older children which are out of the home, but you also have that younger child that that's like half the age, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So my youngest, my youngest son is 12. He's in middle school. So seventh grade. And uh, it's it's interesting, man, because it makes you think about when you was that age and I'm 40, so I'm not old, but it's like, man, I feel like I was in middle school yesterday, you know?
1: I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> so what is how does that how is that informing you though cuz like I'm on my first kids and it took me a little bit to to realize that that when I look at them from my age and my perspective it, it usually doesn't go well but when I get down to oh I remember what it was like to be 12 there's a little something different that happens a little different magic. What tell me about that.
0: Mm, that's a that's a valid point and um I kind of got into that with my wife a little bit. And for me, that's that's a valuable thing, you know, just to kind of go off subject a little bit, is the relationship that we have in raising our kids, my wife and I, because of course, the, the wife is typically the nurturer, the comforter, you know, and I'm, I'm stern. I'm, I was also in the military, right? So I was in the army. And so not only as a man, am I more stern and strict, but as a veteran, I'm more stern and strict. And so I sometimes look at, to answer your question now, I sometimes look at my son or my kids to already know certain things. I expect certain things out of them. And like you just said, until I come down on their level, sometimes I literally do that in height. And then sometimes I do that in you know emotion or in in knowledge. And I say, hey, look, what is it like being in seventh grade? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Should you really be mad at this when they're just being kids like they're just learning this thing? Right. So um, it is not something I do every day, but it's something I, I have been uh, it has been pointed out to me from my wife. And, and like you said, it's something that you got to take into account.
1: Um, my biggest thing was looking at the legacy, however you want to like word that that I was left with from my dad. So mm-hmm. my, according to '90 standards, everything was fine. According to today's standards, my dad beat the sh- out of me. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> I'm with you, man.
1: <laughs> and I re- and I remember those first few years, of thinking that my children should already have it all under control, right? Yeah. Like they should already have it. And me getting upset and being like saying some of the things that I remember my parents saying, like I brought you into this world, I could take you out, and that started to become kind of weird to me, man. And it was like they're four now, and they've told me to go to timeout once, bro. And of course, my if I told my dad that, it, there would not be a Danny here today, yeah, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but they told me that, and I went to timeout, um, and I and I sat there and I I recognized what timeout was for for the first time. Time out wasn't for him. It wasn't for them. It was for me. Because when I have my head about me,
0: parenting is like, whoa, easy. One of the main things in in, in the evolution of parenting is I was the oldest child. Right. So I got younger siblings. I got treated a lot differently than they did. At the time when I was younger, I had a lot of resentment for that we grew up poor so we, we was in a different financial state than where my parents got to you know my, my, my younger brother's 10 years younger than me uh, and so a 10-year difference in terms of a career you know that gave my parents a little time to kind of you know progress and, and, and you know get to a middle class state you know and have some things right yeah. um, I said that to say the same thing happened with my kids. So my youngest, I mean, my oldest son is 24. I had him when I was 15. I was in a bad financial place, uh, maturity state, emotional state, all of these things. And I'm a child, essentially raising a child, right? Then my daughter is, um, she's 17 now, about to be 18. She's about six years younger than him. So that six year gap, Gave me and my wife time to mm. mature in parenting, to learn some things, to be different people, to be in a slightly different financial state then than we were with the with the oldest one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then now my youngest one, people look at him as spoiled <laughs> because my oldest son is 24. My youngest son is 12. You, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I went through some things with the other two kids that taught me how to parent. You see what I'm saying? I had to learn that those things. And then my financial place is different than it was with the other two. You know what I mean? So the, the younger, the younger child now you might be, you might see him as spoiled, but I, I I'm doing the same capability that I could then. It's just the capabilities different now. I talk about it in
1: terms of like a mountaintop, right? Like we have, we go on this journey, we go on this hike and anytime we get to the top of that mountain, it doesn't matter what mountain it is. We still have to come back, right? That's part of the journey. And that's part of the journey we don't talk about a lot of times, right? And that's interesting from the standpoint of, and this is why I really wanted to talk to you is having that 24 year old, because I have an 18 year old and I have these four year olds mm-hmm. and I wasn't there for the 18 year olds, right? And what does I was 18 at the time, I, Yeah, I whatever that is, right? So now to interacting with that 18-year-old at 18, we started talking a, a few years ago. We're interacting and stuff like that. And she's telling me some of the mistakes that I made when she was 14. She's telling me some of the mistakes that I made when she was 12, right? And I'm not thinking about this stuff like that at all, right? But she's able to, because she's stepping in and out of my home, right? She's able to see the growth in me. She's mm-hmm. able to see, I'm able to see the growth in her, and me and her have this really beautiful relationship from the standpoint of, I wish I could have been your dad like that, but I wasn't. And since I wasn't, I'm not going to try to step in now and try to dad up on you. But what I would love to do is have a relationship with you in some way. Yeah. And if that relationship is guided by you helping me see some of the places that I could be better for my twins now, oh, by by, by all means, please like let me hear that stuff. And I think it's valuable for us, right, as parents, to know that we can make the mistakes. Like you're saying, right? Like I made the mistakes, I learned from those mistakes. And that's true for business. That's true in parenting. That's true in relationships. I don't know how many times I messed up with my wife, bro, and been like, uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) my fault, you know, and then made the same mistake years later and recognizing, oh, not fix it necessarily, but this is something that is not in my character. This is not who I want to be. And I think there's power in the fact that each and every child is different. Yeah. Each and every child brings a different sort of circumstances and they shed a different type of mirror to us. And I really love that. We hadn't even got into what Dr. K means and, and, and what you do in that in that regard. We hadn't even got into that. We'll get into that in just a minute because I'm, I'm loving this conversation about how you're re-seeing Parenting again, right? Yeah. And if you think about it 10, 15 years ago, your child being spoiled, we would have been like, Oh, we need a man up. The child needs to be, he, it's not that he needs to man up. We're in a different society, we're in a different economy, we're in a different right. world.
0: And that's exactly, that's exactly where I was, exactly what you just said. And I'm an 80s baby, so we grew up getting punched in the chest, getting tossed around um you know man up. what you crying for i'll give you something to cry about you know so it was just a different dynamic and then i raised my oldest son who was who was born in the 90s with that mentality i was born in 84 right Hmm.
1: and i was same kind of stuff like i remember i was probably 14 15 years old and i didn't even hit my sister bro but she kind of cried out like i did my dad he violated the he he kicked my bro it was it was ridiculous i never i don't hit women because of it so i yeah. i i got it i said my dad might come out of nowhere and hit me i don't know <laughs> just don't know um so i but now like hearing you say that what is that shift inside of you i know society shifted in a way i know that things out there shifted but something inside of you and something inside of your home had to kind of go with that flow in order to be where you are now with your 12 year old.
0: Um you're right. What was that shift? I don't even I don't even know. It's just it's just um growth and maturity and like you said making mistakes. I am a uh, a person of self-reflection. Oh, that's powerful. And 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 that's big to me in my, in my relationship, in my marriage, you know, raising my kids with business, all that type of stuff, you have to sometimes take a step back, evaluate yourself, evaluate the situation. And I think in doing that, there's there's been times like, okay, I over-disciplined a child. I have to step back and realize, oh, okay, all right. That wasn't the best way to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: And then that gets better with three kids. I mean, it just gets better over time.
1: It's interesting because we don't give ourselves credit for that. We don't. We don't take. We never take that on as parents, right? Like, mm. This is everybody's playing their own. I don't know how many mil, billions of people there in the world, so we're all playing our own individual game in a way. Yeah. And the thing for me is, if when we wake up to ourselves, we wake up to our own wisdom, we start doing the thing that we know to do, right? And that comes with. Trial and error, right, and it's it's not only in parenting right, but it's in business, like you said. It's like when we slow down a little bit, we know what to do, it's just we don't give ourselves credit for that oftentimes, and it's so cool it's so cool to hear that whether you whether you like outwardly gave yourself credit for that, mm-hmm. inwardly gave it, you saw it, and that's powerful, and that's something that's really cool, especially in the black community, I think, right, is, yeah. is our ability as been to start to look at some of these different things inside of us because I grew up thinking it was that person over there. Everything was them. It had to be them, man. Like, I'm good. I'm flawless in a way, right? And I'm still flawless, like, like, but I make mistakes. <laughs> I make a lot of mistakes. I don't know everything. And that's really informed me with my children and my business. But, so th- tell me this. Success leaves clues podcast, right? I know it's a business format, but in terms of this parenting thing, you have successfully made it. You guys are twenty four, right? You done that? You got a twelve? You got seventeen, right? Yep. So you're almost there on that one, right? Like eighteen, it's not a C yet. Eighteen, it's parenting for the rest of your life. I know that <laughs> exactly. But, but leave some clues for us, man. Like give us some breadcrumbs, man. Tell us, tell us what it, what it was for you and your wife and Tell us about some of that, man.:
0: Uh so remembering that, and, and this is a nugget that I got from from my uncle. I was my my son was young, I, I can't remember the exact age, but he was in like that that early early adolescence age, like you know, five, six, somewhere in there, and he told me, remember they're making their memories." And that's something that really stuck with me because if you have a memory right now of your dad beating the crap out of you that's a maybe not a good memory but then you've got this great memory of a time you spent with your grandmother right or you went to an amusement park this is your childhood being formed and now I've got the responsibility of making sure those memories for my kids are good memories. And um, that's one nugget that like really, really stuck with me. So I try to, when I'm at my son's basketball games, when I'm at the football games, when I'm at my daughter's cheerleading or her high school graduation, whatever it is, I keep in my mind, this is creating their memories. What you just said is the
1: base of being a good, Parent, a good person, right, is recognizing and hearing something like truth, and then being able to to internalize that truth and make it your own. Yeah, right. It it goes, it falls by like so many of us as parents, we miss that. Mm. We just miss it, and it's because like society's not giving us credit for a lot of that stuff, man. Like if it, it's not attached to money, right? We like it ain't no good. Yeah. Yeah, right. But like, imagine. Like somebody told me this, bro. Uh, I went to a coaching school about three years ago. So my kids were one. I get out of the coaching school and they were like, I'm just, I'm so blown away for the opportunity that your children have. Learning about this and seeing you grow through this at, at one, starting at one. And I was like, at the time I was like, I oh, don't these ladies don't know what they are talking about. They ain't got no idea. Here we are now and recognizing that the growth That I've had, yeah. That they've seen me trend like that's what I feel like I needed to see from my parents, right? I didn't see that. All I saw was upset about work, come home, upset about home, beat me in some way. It wasn't that, right? But that's a that's like a synopsis of how the nine eighties and nineties were in a way, right? Yeah. And so I'm wondering now, as a dad, what does it look like in business, right? Like now that. The parenting game is kind of shifted for you. It's kind of moved. You're in a different space now in your business, right? How are those things overlapping? How are they interplaying? Give me a little bit of that.
0: Oh, it's it's great because I've got the opportunity to include my kids in in uh, in business and in everything we do. So we um, I don't want to beat the. The drum of be your own boss, entrepreneurship, all this stuff that's social media crazy right now. Right. But um, my wife and I are entrepreneurs, so she, she's a realtor. She owns a real estate company um, and and I have businesses, too. But we're able to include our kids in that. And they've seen that. And, and to the point where it's natural for them. Mm. Right. And then they're yeah. they're able to be included in the day to day. Um, and it doesn't matter to me, even if they have a job, they should have that job with the mentality of ownership. I like that. Yeah. They, they should, they should walk in there every day. Like, um, so you got to have pride in what you do, right? And you got to have, um, the idea of how can I make this place better? And that's how you're going to get the most out of it. So it doesn't matter if it's an, if it's not your business per se. It's still your business to handle your job. That's that's important. So um I'm I'm glad that we're able to include our kids in in that aspect. Bro, the
1: I was talking to somebody just the other day about apprenticeship back in the way back in the day, right? like if you were if I was a blacksmith, my son likely would be a blacksmith because what he was doing was building upon what we like set in the like we sat there and did over the 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 fires, right? yeah we have in a way not capitalized on that and right? allowing our children to be involved in what we do. My wife works from home. And I love the fact that they get to go in there and actually see mommy working. Yeah. It's not just this thing where, Oh, mommy disappears. And then she comes back and then (laughs) she's at work. Oh, right. And like, but your kids being in those meetings, they know, they will know what is like, they will have it in their bones to, so to say. Right. Yeah, And that's what we're, that's what this is all about, man. It's, It's this sounds so crazy for me to even say, but once I like was full on with my kids, I now see how that interplay of they build us into being help us to be better people. Because I'm Mm -hmm. sure you're not in your meeting, your wife's not in the meeting, they're not wilding out. Because, like, I I don't want my kids seeing that, right? But there was a time where I would definitely have, like, "Ah," you know. And so that's kind of that's kind of really cool that you're allowing, and that you have that opportunity. And I agree with the whole the whole like not beating entrepreneurship to death, bro. From the standpoint of, um, I have a client, and she's a photographer, and she's beating herself up because she's working in insurance. She's not making enough money. I'm not making enough money. Uh, I should be making more money in my photography, but I'm too tired. To do those things. Maybe mm. I should just quit. I said, you quit, you're gonna be in a, di- a whole different space. Cause you're gonna then be doing stuff for money that you d- you really don't want to do. Because yeah. entrepreneurship is a, a different ball game. Like, yes, there is this. I I agree, ownership, I agree. Like, I agree. If you can get out and you can do your own thing, but until you are making money from that business, you are making some sort of income. There don't you go. quit your full time job. Man.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, don't 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 be in a rush and it, it could be it could be a transition and you can allow your your job to fuel your business or to fuel your dream. Or nobody's going to like this, but you can do both. <laughs> like like I mean, so it's just um it, it's it's just percep- perception and um, you know, time management. There's a there's a lot of hours in the day that we spend wasted. And uh, there's there's enough time to take care of home, spend time with your kids, build your business, all of that. It's just a lot of times we are to blame because we're not putting the emphasis or priorities in the right place.
1: So my life coaching business. There was a time where I did not
0: want any life coaching clients.
1: I was like, ah, I'm gonna stop doing the whole life coaching thing for a little bit. And then when I started back, right, doing the life coaching thing, I was like, how come there's not people just drowning in, just just pour it in, and it's because I wasn't giving it time and attention. But then I could trick myself, right, into thinking, well, there's no reason for me to do this. There's no mm. reason for me to keep going. There's no reason for me to. But seeing that that's the game that sometimes our mind plays, right? And that's how we waste time. A lot of time is our thoughts. Like our thoughts create reality. They, it's the best thing we have. But at the same time, our thoughts, they can run away. And we get lost in thinking about things versus actually going out there and doing the thing. Like I ask people all the time, like, how many actual hours? This week, have you put into it? How many yeah. hours this year? How many hours? Because they, you know, people are like I've been doing this for ten years. I'm like, oh yeah. How many? How oh, many yeah. actual hours? They were like, well, you know, in in 2001, I gave it three hours and uh, didn't work <laughs> out. So you know, 2007, I, oh, I don't know. And that's how people like approach it. But there is something in the power of recognizing that we get better with time. Yeah, the, like just like we were talking about with parenting. On kid three, it's not that kid three is just easy. It's just like, we're in, a different, we're in a different space. I've seen it now. I've seen a couple of these things. So it it looks different. And The same is in business and the same is with entrepreneurship. And bro, all I want, 100%, is all I want is people to wake up to themselves. If that means you go into business for yourself, just recognize you're not going to be working eight, nine hours. You're going to be working 24. Uh, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
1: a different ballgame.
0: Yes, it is. It's a lot of hours. Um, with, what's the saying? If you uh, entrepreneurship's the, on, the only time you'll quit your job, you know, from working forty hours a week to work eighty. Bruh.
1: <clears throat> I don't know if you know this. It's I, a lot of
0: hours. It's
1: a lot of hours. I, I don't know if you know this. But the First year, I quit my UPS job. Stay at home dad. Mm-hmm. I half of my face stopped working from Bell's palsy
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I stressed myself out. Because I was like, oh, I should be making millions of dollars already. My kids should be doing what I'm telling them to do. And I had to slow down after that year, bro. Like you said earlier, when I slowed down, I recognized, yo, you don't got very many summers with these kids, right? We got 18 summers, 18. Mm. And four of them, they don't want nothing to do with us. Then the other four on the other end, they really don't, they can't really do too much. So really, if you think about it, we got 10. Hmm. 10 good summers with our kids. And it's like, how many of those do I want to spend being upset with them because they jumping <clears> on the couch? Like, look, you got to stay off the couch, bro. But there's a certain amount there, right? And that's just like, I talk about it in family life. Yeah, I talk about it in relationships like this because it's so easy to see how we overlook some of those breadcrumbs, right? How we overlook some of those those clues that are there because they're all around
0: us. I've never even thought of why child one, two and three are, are different or what I did differently. It's just kind of life. It just, yeah, you know, you just grew hey, into that
1: bro. So one of the beautiful things about my podcast, this is like behind the scenes stuff for anybody that actually gets to hear this part. Cause I might cut it out. Um, <laughs> is, is, like if this was an F- if this was a car race, um, if somebody yeah. was chopping wood, they would take a break, mm. right? Every so many laps, you got to take a break, and that and what I mean is, you got to you got to get the gas, you got to redo your tires, you, your wing might have fell off, you got to put that back on, and then you get back out in the race. And so often as parents, we don't take that moment, right? And in business, it looks valid for us because like it is money, right? And when it's money, it's like, oh, okay. Like I need to really like evaluate this stuff. But when it's like life and it's parenting, it's hard to slow down like this. And I'm sure you and your, your wife do it all the time or else, you know, like, I don't know how you could have a 24 and a 12. Like I I don't know how you navigate all that. If y'all don't have these kind of conversations at some point, but then to realize that we are having these conversations, we just live in the life and not thinking about it. Mm. Right, like I think yeah. that's powerful for anybody out there. Is you probably doing better than you think you're doing. You just not slowing down to see it. So tell me about the podcast, man.
0: The podcast is successfully excludes clues podcast. It's the it's the premise that you don't get anywhere without a trail or some remnants that you left behind. And success is like an it's an adult game of follow the leader. Hmm. What we'll worked for Danny? Nine times out of 10 will work for me, will work for the next person. But, but most importantly, what didn't work for Danny is what I try to pull out. See what I'm saying? So you have a successful you know, coaching business. But what I try to find out is before it became successful, when you talk about the stress, when you talk about downtimes, I try to pull those out. Because we live in a microwave society where everybody is successful. Everybody's rich. I don't know how that happens. Because <laughs> when I go outside, everybody's not rich. Well, I on nobody. Instagram, everybody's rich. So <clears throat> I try to pull that out because if, if the next person is trying to pursue their dreams, like you talked about one of your clients, and she's probably being highly successful For the place that she's in Mm. but she's looking at she's looking at social media or she's looking at the next you know photographer videographer and she's she's seeing their so-called success but what she doesn't know is they went bankrupt twice they didn't have clients they've been doing it like you said for 10 years but in that 10 years three of those years they weren't actually doing any photography you see what i'm saying so that's the stuff that people don't know and it's discouraging your client from from pursuing her dream. But if she hears stories like I'm trying to pull out on success leaves clues, it lets people know, "Ah, it's not just me. Life is happening to everybody. Life's happening to everybody."
1: That's where the magic is, bro.
0: Yeah. So how long you been doing the podcast now? Been doing the podcast just over a year. What were you doing before the podcast? Um before podcasting, uh I ran for office, I ran for delegate, which is, um, if you don't know local politics, it's the state Congress, right? So the national politics is a a mock-up or a build-up of local politics. So your governor is the president, your lieutenant governor is the vice president, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And so I ran for delegate, which is essentially Congress, but for the state. What?
1: That's Cool. <laughs> hey, you've been leaving. You've been leaving us high and dry on this one, bro.
0: Come on, what else you been doing? <laughs> Life, life's been a, a mashup, man. I, I, I really, I go for it, man. And so, look, my mom told me, you know that proverbial, you can do anything you put your mind to. Yeah. And I, I, I believed her, yo. Like I was like, I, I believed it. So I was like, um, I, I've written a few books. Of um, like I said, ran for office. I was in the army. What books? I wrote a book for the podcast. It's Success Leaves Clues Podcast uh, Workbook. And, and what it's geared to do is you don't have to use it for my podcast. You can use it for anything. But it works well with the podcast because here's what happens. People, and you mentioned this earlier, people think a lot, but they don't take action. Facts. So, what this workbook does is as you're listening to the podcast or watching it, depending on the platform, it's got some places for certain notes. It's got some places for things that you're gonna do or commit to. And then it walks you through making sure you execute those things. So that way you're not just listening to the podcast, but that podcast can turn into action. Mm. Um Yeah. So that that's one um I got a self-help book. It's Mind and the Heart Rock Query. That's on relationship building. I've got Uttering Oracles, which is a uh, spoken word type poetry book. So it's it's poetry, but it's not uh roses are red, possibly <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah.
1: I love that, man. See, look, man, all these so now now that we've gotten through a little bit of them, tell them what the Dr. K stands for, man.
0: All right, all right. So so my name is Kevin Washington. I have a doctorate in information technology, information system security. Um, So I go by Dr. K um, in the, in, in my professional realm. So if you're, if if we were to meet on like a LinkedIn, right, it'd be Dr. K or Dr. Washington or whatever. Right. So when I was getting into podcasting, I wanted to create a brand. Kevin is a, a common name. Yeah. Um, very common, but I was like, "How how do I create this brand who I want to be?" And so it's essentially, it's 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 your Jay Z, right? Yeah. Sean Carter. It's your, you know, Fifty Cent. What's, yeah, you know, Curtis. I was
1: I hundred percent wondered for a long time. I was like, Is he really a doctor? Does that work? So uh, to know that, like, you went like that's so much schooling, man. So much schooling yeah like you really go for it. the only the there's not the only other person the when you said that proverbial you, you go after it, you could do it mm-hmm. I think of Kanye bro, I don't care what you think about Kanye I don't care mm-hmm. what nobody out there thinks about Kanye, but if he thinks he could do it he gonna do it he's gonna do it, and uh he proven that out here in the world, and so um that's what's beautiful is you, and you really bring up Kanye. Do it.
0: nobody has to believe in Kanye but Kanye bruh that's that's the kind of power and mentality that we we all have have to have, um, is that you can do it.
1: Yeah, wake up to your own wisdom and see that you can. Whatever that mm-hmm. is, wherever you are. I remember my mentor telling me, man, he's like, though you see videos, Danny, and those videos you see them, I and you can see why they're good, and the reason why you're so frustrated is because your content isn't producing the same effect that the content that you see is. He's like, Yo, your, your ability to see good content isn't broken. He's like, it's just going to take you some time. You gonna have to put in the reps to get good enough that your content is there, right? And I may never see my content as spectacular or whatever that is, but there is a power in knowing, oh, I do know what greatness is. I can see that. Yeah. And if I can see it, I can be it. Yeah. Right. And that's, there's, there's something about that for my kids, like recognizing, like, I can't wait to Like you probably already talked to your kids about, yo, I ran for government. I, I ran for the government, man. You know, I did X, Y, and Z. Like, it's just real cool, man. Like that you've been floating in and out of these different things, man. This, it's been a blessing to talk to you, man.
0: 100%. Likewise, man. As usual. Oh, that's
1: a better way to put it, as usual. <laughs> Man, I appreciate it. Dr. K, Success Leaves Clues podcast. Success Leaves Clues podcast. Anything else you want to plug? Go for it, bro. I appreciate you being here.
0: No, like I said, um, I, I appreciate you having me on. Um, it was a great conversation, but... Unfortunately, I ain't got nothing to sell y'all. So, I just want you I just want to share, you know, information that I get as I get it. So I love that's that. it.
1: Go check out the podcast. Go check out the podcast that's Kevin Washington, Dr. K. All right, bro. It's good. All
0: right.